This is the podcast from theprolongedengagement.com. Go to theprolongedengagement.com for all things prolonged engagement. That includes links to our social media and all of our podcasting services, as well as YouTube. Ba 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 na na. Yesterday was Super Bowl Sunday. We don't know who the hell won it because it's still going on at this moment in time. We're not. Watching it. We are watching it for the commercials. That's <laughs> like, the only reason I like watching like it. Like the um, puppy. I don't watch, I, don't, I do not watch football throughout the regular season, and I don't really much care for it at the end. Like the puppy monkey baby. That is fear-inducing. If you haven't watched the puppy monkey baby commercial from, what is that? Um, Mountain it's Dew Kickstarter. Mountain Dew Kickstarter. It's fear-inducing. It's their new flavor, I guess. It's grape or something. Because it comes in a yellow can, so I don't know what flavor it is. It's fear-inducing. But is. the puppy monkey baby is terrifying. Beyond all belief. Even though that's not what we're going to be talking about today. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> okay, Maybe so um, I, I, I warned everybody about this. Um, I warned everybody that eventually we would come to a point where we're not playing a new video game. Because <laughs> we can't get a new one every week. And there's no reason for me to get a new one every week. Yeah. Because I just don't like playing all that much. There's games that I want to play. And, and that's, that's it. about it. I was playing the um, double XP weekend for Call of Duty Black Ops yeah. 3, but that's about it. Other than that. So we could talk about that. Because <clears throat> that's a new game to them. Well, it's an old game. It was out in November. True. Then again, so was... Uh, Fallout. So was Fallout 4, but... I'll talk about Fallout 4 for forever. Well, that, I still... That never gets old. I still haven't gotten to talk about my game yet. Well, maybe you should have brought that up instead of me uh, uh, going on to, to say... To ask you this question. Okay. So, there... Um, we all know that there is a Zelda that is coming out for the Wii U. Correct? Yes. Okay. That is our hope, at least. Oh, it is coming. I, I mean, I, I fully expect it to be <laughs> where it's one of those NX titles. Where they're gonna, it, it'll be like it'll be like the Twilight Princess to where it'll be on Wii U, but it'll always also be on NX. You know? Yeah. Speaking of titles that were on the previous version and the new version, did you know that Twilight Princess is getting an up-res HD version on the Wii U? We didn't finish Twilight Princess. I know this would be the perfect time to do so. Yeah, what? Since we I kind really of just like. I think I don't know how far along we got in that thing with um, before quitting. We, we got, got it on the Wii U, though. Yes, we got it on the Wii. The Wii. Sorry. I, um, we had Twilight Princess on the Wii, but our problem with it uh, was that we got stuck in the... Was it the ice caves? We, saw, we got stuck in some dungeon, right? Yeah, I think it was either ice... I'm sure I could do it now. Oh, yeah. Going back to it. But not, but not back then. We couldn't. But I was looking around, and um, uh, GameSpot actually did a... Um, 
they they did a side by side comparison of how mm-hmm. how the the new HD version looks on the Wii U and how the GameCube version looked. Oh my God, it's like night and day. Really? I mean the um, colors and you know, it's like a brand new game. But it the the shading is a lot better. Oh. Um, that was a bitch. Textures the textures actually look like textures and yeah. not just like random. Everywhere. Let me throw that on there. And um, and uh, the the lines are more um, you could actually see lines instead of like yeah. Uh, there's sharps, uh, sharp edges, whereas yeah. it, the uh, the Wii and the uh, GameCube didn't. Because as far as graphical capabilities, the Wii did not didn't have anything the over Wii? the GameCube. I always thought the Wii was weaker than the GameCube. That's an impossibility. I know it is, but like some of the games that we played, I still think look better on the GameCube than they did on the Wii. What do you mean? Like Chibi Robo. Hmm. Chibi Robo looks fantastic. I don't think it, no, it does not look fantastic. But like for for the time period, it looked really good. Yeah, well, that's because Nintendo went with that whole thing of you know where they. They went um, the non-realistic route. Yeah. Ver- uh, uh, whereas everyone else in that timeline was trying to go realistic. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I think it worked for Nintendo to go unrealistic over realistic. Well, yeah, that's where they made their where they made their bread and butter. Yeah. So go ahead. I'm sorry, I got us off on a tangent. But um, so they uh, they also marked up a, a few. Um, a few changes to the uh, the HD version of Twilight Princess, um, including a map in your inventory that you can oh, pull up thank on, you the God. on the uh, on the gamepad. You know how much better that is. That is the only thing that that gamepad is good for. Well, it's no, yes, that's it. but no, that's it, and that's the only reason that they should use that gamepad. It's really good when like, no, it's really good for a map that you can look at in your inventory. Yep. It's good for your inventory and your map. Yeah. That's about it. But it works. Oh, well, you know, with the um, Wind Waker HD, it works perfectly. It's, it's a wonderful, wonderful I, companion. I do like how you can you can drag the, um, you can drag an item to one of your buttons really I can quickly. drag it immediately when I need it. Yeah, instead of works. having to stop and then you do 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 That's what works out great with it. Oh, yeah. And then the... Uh, the nice thing about having the map there all the time is is really great. Oh yeah. Um, but it also has it to where you can you can hit um, you can hit start. And yeah. Still do it. You can even play on the gamepad. You can like if you wanted to do something. Pink Pikmin. What about Pikmin? It works for Pikmin. Yeah, because you can. Because um, you have the map down there. You have the map down on your on the gamepad. And so and then, then I can, can tell them to do what I need to. Well, you can also uh, go. You can actually traverse the map on, on the gamepad. Right? The gamepad, yeah. I can look at the map and work it. <laughs> so I'm sorry. I keep getting us off on tangents, and I know we have that time restraint still. We have no time restraint. We don't. No. You fixed it. Yes. Oh, you are amazing. No one will ever know. No <laughs> one will ever know our time restraints anymore. That's just how it is. Yeah, that last video. We're really sorry, guys. We were trying to fix some kinks. Ah, my nose. Okay, go ahead, babe. Anyway, sorry, you're ready to go on the news? Oh, we're on the news already? Okay, yes. 
What more about the Twilight Princess did you want to talk about? Nothing. There's there's literally because I don't remember it. it. There's no release dates. Oh, there's nothing on that. No, I'm just saying that it that they're doing it. Didn't. I was just telling you that they're doing it. Okay. And that Gamespot did a did a thing on it. Oh, okay. It looks great. Yeah. I think that we'll get it at some point. Just like how we're supposed to get a new Metroid game and a new Animal Crossing game. We're never going to get a new Metroid game. I mean, I wish we would. Okay, we got out with a damn new Star Fox game that looks like shit. Yeah. But I don't want to even go into that. That game looks like it was on the GameCube. Yes. I mean, that just... It looks exactly like it did for that game that... God, I can't remember it now. Assault. Star Fox Assault. Yes. Which Where I thought was I, pretty good. It, it is good, and it's actually good for multiplayer. Yeah, multiplayer Because I whooped your ass. Um... Cause it's because uh, it, it mixes the um, the attack the tank thing tank and an R wing R and uh, and, and it's also field and well. um and the maps are really really big too oh yeah um which kind of defeats the purpose I mean it's good for it's good for when you're in the R wing yeah it's great for when you're in the R wing it R wing uh, it's great when you're in the tank but it's horrible when you're on foot yeah because you're not and if fast. you don't get the tank or the foot. Or tank or the t- R wing, mm-hmm. you're f- you will die. Yeah, especially if I get the R wing, because oh man. Except for when I get the tank. Flight games and me, you know. How and I do really well with the tank. On to the news segment, brought to you today by theprolongedengagement.com. Because we have no sponsors. Everything that you see here today. And for the rest of forever, we'll be brought to you by theprolongedengagement.com until we get sponsored. That would be cool if we had a sponsor. That would be really nice. You know what? I, I think that we should get Dr. Pepper as a sponsor. Well, you drink it all the time. That's what I'm saying. So we <laughs> like, have, I like, cannot say how many times like you've had a glass of Diet Dr. So Pepper. We could have, so we could say, like, um, this segment brought to you by Dr. Pepper. and then But their, their sponsorship would be purely um, filling my fridge with Diet Dr. Pepper. Literally. You'd end up buying a Tom second fridge. Had, I know. Tom and Dan have a, they have a fridge, and it is full of Lagunitas beer because they have wanna... Lagunitas as a sponsor. Okay. I'm telling you. It's just how it is. I don't know. Alfie! Is she licking your feet? Yes. Oh, my God. <clears throat> All right. So, an eight-year-old walks into... A King Foods and Meat Bazaar in West Palm Beach, Florida, on Wednesday evening. Shit. Wearing a bike helmet and baggy clothing. He was uh, wearing a micro- motorcycle helmet, and he was wearing a sweater over his mouth, a store clerk told WFTV. He was only showing his eyes. Then... The boy pulled a gun from his sweater and pointed it at the cashier while demanding money, according to WPTV. Looks like the eight-year-old had stolen his mother's gun from her purse and went to rob a convenience store. Did they explain for the motive? No, no motive. Just kid wanted to do it. So supposedly the gun was loaded, but there was no bullet in the tr- in the trigger, and uh, the uh, the boy's mother uh, told the uh, told the station that her son had told her that she, that he was just going to the park. But um, she said that she had grabbed her purse and noticed that it was light 
So she knew that something was missing. And she said, where's my gun? The first thing that she thought was that she hoped that her son did not have it. Uh, Police took the boy into custody. Investigators told CBS Miami the boy was being given a mental evaluation after he made comments about hurting himself. And um, boy was taken into custody, but um, no, no charges were made. So there you go. Okay. If we, Welcome to Florida. I really hope they have a very good psychologist on that case. Um, this is actually coming from my from what I do as a what I'm being trained to do at my at school. Um, <laughs> he he obviously has a conduct disorder of something. Um, I wonder if he has a past like problems. Probably he might not have conduct disorder. He may have just for some reason thought that was a good idea but dear lord please somebody somebody who is smart lock the kid up well when an eight year old steals a gun out of his mom's purse steals a gun hides his face Mm -hmm. and goes to the convenience store to steal from it Mm -hmm. you have planning the kid's eight and he's eight he has he's, he's planned it he knows it's wrong because he hit his face. Mm-hmm. Um, did he have a plan to get away? Don't know. He got caught before. Yeah, he got caught. The clerk grabbed him and uh, pulled his uh, pulled the sweater and uh, and took him down. He's eight. Yeah, true. Is you what does he weigh? Like a hundred pounds? I mean, seriously. Maybe. Um, but yeah, like it, it, honestly, someone please, please, psyche valve, psyche valve, psyche valve, figure out what is wrong with this kid. Eight years old. That's like second grade, right? Yeah. Second grade. A second grader. Still be scary because he has a gun. Well, yeah, because you just don't know what he's going to do with it. Yeah. That's even scarier because you don't know he's a child. He could shoot you. I don't know. So, but welcome to Florida. Second story. So, this is uh, is kind of weird, but... I'll I'll get I'll I'll get to uh, I'll get to why it was interesting. So okay, the, uh, a fe- a fearless Australian poses with a massive coconut crab, and I'll show you the picture right here. And were you? Holy mother! Oh oh! Uh, uh. <laughs> Look at that thing. Um, please tell me that they ate it. <laughs> no. Or. No, they they are they are gentle creatures. They're they're gentle. Those are gentle. Those can't be gentle. That's yeah. Huge. They're very very slow, but they crawl into uh, they uh they climb up trees. Um, this man uh this man was on, um, Christmas Island in the Indian Ocean late last month, uh, where he where he um he uh, fell upon this um this cluster of uh of mighty coconut crabs, nope. and um, nope. And so he said that they, they, they look scary, but they're actually gentle giants. Um, to be nipped by one, you'd have to be pretty slow, is what he says. Um, anyway, he said that um, uh, they uh, live up to be about uh, seven years old. And um, they can grow up to three feet long from leg to leg. Oh, my God. That is insane. The guy said that the one that he picked up... 
uh, probably was was uh, was around uh, eleven pounds. So that heavy. That's just no, 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 no. But even though that that it's is still a crab. Even though that's that's pretty, you know, it's a creepy looking crab. The um the big thing about the coconut crabs. The, uh, the big conspiracy theory behind the coconut crabs is that actually uh, they've been blamed for carrying off the remains of legendary pilot Amelia Earhart after she vanished during the during the uh, round of round the world flight in 1937. So they say that she would have that she crashed somewhere yeah. somewhere in the area, and that coconut crabs actually were the ones that were did the her ones in. Ones that you know did her in. That's why she can't be found. Dun, dun, dun. Nope. Anyway, I thought that'd be interesting. It is interesting. I, I I just don't know why you would grab a creature that big. He felt like it. No, I don't care. Los Angeles, February 4th. Oh, <clears throat> L.A. Okay. L.A. So, um... It's a pier restaurant. You know, it's out on a pier. People come in. Probably um, very romantic. The workers, the workers. It is a very romantic um, place. They, they, um, they serve uh, very uh, rarefied dishes at this place, uh, such as a uh, uh, ginger kalbi, What's uh, that? lacquered tofu, and uh, ahi tuna and foy risoni. I, I have, have no, no idea, idea what, what any of those any are. Of that is. Except for Ahi Tuna, I recognize that one. Yeah. So, um, it's a it's a white tablecloth uh, restaurant. Yeah. As these people are coming in to um, uh, to uh, uh, you know, uh, get it ready for the day. Uh, they they look in one of the booths in the restaurant, mm-hmm. and they find a tiny little sea lion pup. Who had made its way into the restaurant and had gotten himself up on one of the booths and and took a nap. So there he is right there in the booth there. So it looks like he was he was famished and just tired and things. So SeaWorld San Diego came and got him. Yay! So was the pup abandoned by his mother or I'm not sure. Um they don't say anything about it. Um but uh, the people from uh, SeaWorld um, said that he was uh, very lethargic. He was about eight months old, and he weighed only 20 pounds. That's uh, less than half the normal size yeah. for his age. Um, but, uh, Ste- but SeaWorld staff are guardedly optimistic, and, uh, and uh, uh, they believe that they can nurse it back to health and return the animal to the wild. Oh, yay. So I'm sorry. Nice. I'm very, like... Um... Because when I worked at SeaWorld, we did have pups that were born. Mm-hmm. And they were the <laughs> cutest things in the world. They're very, very cute little animals. And um, their bark, mm-hmm. it, it, it sounds like Elfie's bark. Yeah. So it's just, it melts your heart. I love sea lions. I, I think love sea the lions. cutest thing in the world. Anyway, so last story of the day. So, um... A uh, the economic development minister of New Zealand, his name is uh, Stephen Joyce, 
he was uh, giving a press conference about um, the Trans-Pacific Partnership. Okay. Uh, now, the Trans-Pacific Partnership is an agreement. Um, it's a deal uh, that is being hailed as the biggest multinational trade deal ever. Yeah. And it aims to strengthen economic ties and foster trade between the U.S., Japan, Malaysia, Vietnam, Singapore, Brunei, Australia, New Zealand, Canada, Mexico, Chile, and Peru. Okay. Okay. But critics fear that it would move jobs to developing countries and empower multinational corporations to challenge key domestic regulations. Okay. So, as uh, as this as this man, this Stephen Joyce was having his uh, um, was a uh, you know was having a press conference. Um, he dis, uh, he got a uh, a pink dildo to the face. Well, that's an interesting thing to throw with a uh, with the uh, with the person shouting. That's for raping our sovereignty, as she is escorted as she is escorted away. So this is this is him getting a uh, getting a pink dildo to the face. So at first he seems <laughs> at first he seems kind of like oh. Oh my God! What just hit me in the face? And then she, he looks down and he's like, oh, "It's a pink dildo." We're okay, okay here. But I just thought that that was interesting. <laughs> that is interesting. Of all the things to throw, a pink dildo. But uh, I thought that it was funny—a pink dildo because she goes, "Thanks for raping our sovereignty." Yeah. But that, that's a that's a very big that's a very big thing in New Zealand though because yep, they are, and uh, and they believe that you know the jobs that have been in New Zealand need to stay you in need New to Zealand. stay in New Zealand and that's what they believe that, that yeah. may happen to where they um where they'll sit there and they'll just start shipping shipping jobs everywhere mm-hmm. um just because um yeah because of the I understand that so. all right that leads us to topic of the show all right so um I told Kyle about this the other day um but I saw a article off Facebook <clears throat> about a nerd mm-hmm. who's complaining about the Big Bang Theory, saying that it improperly, um, what is the word? Improperly, uh, it's son of a bitch. What's the word I'm looking for, babe? It doesn't properly it doesn't, show nerd culture. Yeah, it doesn't show nerd culture properly. Um, it doesn't represent. It, it doesn't, doesn't represent, represent nerd culture. That's the word I was looking for. Um, which was really funny because he actually showed a clip from the show where um, Howard was listing off a bunch of different shows um, like Thundercats, Game of Thrones, <coughs> Breaking Bad. I don't remember the rest because there was like 15 that he said, mm-hmm. one right after the other. And so he paused the clip and, he's, and, he, and he looks at the screen and goes, that's not funny. You listed off a bunch of shows. How was that funny? And um, re- let it play. And then there's a laugh track. Mm-hmm. And everyone else is laughing. And they're like, oh, yeah, it's this. And they made another joke. How um, joke about a, using a show name that was supposed to represent all of these like 15 different shows in one. Okay. And apparently that was a joke. All right. And so he was upset 
uh, that they were saying how all nerds do to be funny is say shows. Okay, well, that's obviously not what they were, um, what they were going for, for one. Yeah. And two, you're still watching the show. You're still supporting it. You're still supporting the show. So congrats, dude. And by you taking a piece of the show and showing it and saying stuff and bringing attention to the Big Bang Theory, what are you doing? You're continuing to make The Big Bang Theory the number one comedy in America. Mm-hmm. On the number one watched network in America. Yep. So what are you doing? That's that's my thing. He's still helping the show. You're still helping. Nothing that you have done is hurting that show. Uh, and I, nothing I, that you're ever going to say is going to change that. Yeah. I find it really funny that, like, certain groups will say shit and be like, oh, this thing did not represent us properly. Yeah, no shit. It wasn't it's meant for you. It's not supposed to represent you properly. Big Bang Theory was not, rep- was not created in order to represent nerd culture. No. That's not what it was created for. It was created for as a sitcom. To entertain people. Okay, so does King of Queens represent all UPS drivers in the New York area? I don't know. I've never seen the show. Well, I'll tell you, it doesn't. I'm sure it doesn't. I'm sure that there are UPS drivers that don't look like Kevin James and don't have super hot wives. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. It's a damn TV show. Don't think all politicians are bloodthirsty and, and evil. And seriously, yeah, hopefully, exactly. I don't believe that House all of Cards. Of, yeah, I don't believe that all of our politicians. Um, spoiler alert: <laughs> kill people. <laughs> I just, you know, I like watching the show, and uh, and so here's the other thing too: is that if the Big Bang Theory actually did represent nerd culture correctly, um, I promise you it would not be the number one comedy in the United States. No, it wouldn't because nerds are boring. I love nerds. I'm a nerd. I'm boring. There is, there's a, there's a freaking <laughs> I'm gonna show. I'm going to be honest. There's a show on TBS that I saw. I don't know if it's still on or whatever. It was called what, King of the Nerds, right? Yeah. It's not on anymore. Yeah, it's not on they anymore. They had three seasons as far as I know and I think it ended up getting off it was a it was like a cool enough show it was real i liked it actually i, I want to be on it yeah i liked it but that's because they weren't being it was nerds put into these spurt where they had to battle against each other it, it was like survivor but for nerds and so that that worked because it was a show based upon that it wasn't showing their life like yeah how they go to the uh, fabric store to buy stuff for their, for cosplay, their cosplay for Megacon. Or the guy that goes to uh, goes to his job at Caltech and is working on the new thing, the, a new robotic arm to go onto the, uh, the space shuttle. Yeah, they do show that in, in The Big Bang Theory, and they show that, you know, like Wallowitz is working on stuff like that, or that he's going, to, going into space, or that Sheldon's working on this new theoretical physics crap. Or, you know, or wherever Kuther Polly is doing. But they're only showing that to say, like, hey, this they is... They live this normal is what, lives, They live kind normal of. lives. 
but they're not showing it as in like Wallowitz's shit is not going on the on the space shuttle. Yeah. Especially since the space shuttle doesn't exist. It's not going into the ISS. Yeah. Um all the all the all the stuff that you see Sheldon do is not real. Yeah. It's been put on there, and I'm sure that if you had a real th- th- theoretical physicist look at this shit, he'd be like, "What is that? What are you doing?" Well, um, one person I or one thing I did read about it because I got interested. There's only one real like smarty smart person on there, and that's uh, that's Mayim Balik because she, she's an actual like I think she's a she's an actual um, microbiologist or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> She actually has a degree in it. One of the things I found actually really funny was that, um, I guess... My Ambalik is Amy, for all of you. Yeah. Um, The one that I thought was funny was somebody said, apparently, Mm -hmm. that Sheldon had a equation up. Mm -hmm. Okay. Warning, guys. I don't know anything about physics or anything. Neither do I. Um, (laughs) I'm a forensic psychologist. I don't understand physics very well. Uh... (laughs) Um, one of the things was that apparently one of the equations he had up, that if you are a theoretical physicist, mm-hmm. was an inside joke. Yeah. And so they watching it will be like, hey, that's really funny. Yeah. I, I think that's cute. Uh, like, There's also shit on there that I got, that I get. That, that you get that goes dead, straight over my dead. head. And it has to do with like engineering and computer science stuff. Yeah. Um, there was one that I love, an episode, uh, when Amy was dating Leonard early on. Yeah. And they're using behavioral conditioning techniques to condition Penny. Mm-hmm. Did I say Amy before? I meant to say I Penny. I remember. Anyway. Um, to condition Penny, or Sheldon was conditioning Penny to do things that Sheldon wanted. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was the funniest thing in the whole world. Yeah, he was getting Penny to like uh, to have her voice go lower. Have her voice go lower, to leave when she answers a call, uh-huh. um, to stay quiet during a movie, and he was using chocolates. Yeah. And so for me, that was funny as fuck. Yeah. I was, I, 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 I couldn't handle it. But for you, I don't think you got it on the same level as I did, right? just wasn't my thing yeah so it wasn't as funny for you as it was for me because i still think it's great to this day i still love the ep- <laughs> i still love the episode where he goes where he goes to the um the uh the electronic store to get uh leonard a new router and uh he ends up like staying there and answering everyone's questions and like trying to do returns on the computer and it's like sir you have to leave and he goes i'm here to help these people like people come up to him and uh, say like oh do i need this oh this is a this is a uh, this is an n router it's like you shouldn't be getting one of these like shit like that but see like and then when the guy comes up to him and says um what kind of computer do you have and please don't say a white one i just feel that that's just this is right that that, that that's it's your right problem here. it's right here but um this is what i keep saying about tv shows and video games and movies and stuff if you don't like it if don't you don't watch it if you don't want to you know uh, if you don't want those those companies to succeed that developer to make that video game that um that production company to make that movie if you don't want that to happen you can't you can't just get on facebook and say hey, i'm i'm complaining because this offends me none of that is going to work this is something that i was actually going to bring up 
and I just remembered it. Mm. The Deadpool movie. And how a bunch of parents are having itty bitty baby bit fits because I can't take my kid to go see Deadpool. And I want to go s- and I want to take him to go see Deadpool because they like Deadpool. No, you're not taking your damn kid to see Deadpool. It's rated R because guess what? It wasn't made for your child. It was made for people like me who like Deadpool and want to see adults. a real Deadpool movie. It was made for adults. Yes. And because no amount of and no amount of petitions that you put out or, you know, like people bitching and complaining on Facebook is going to change that. Yeah. Uh Ryan Reynolds said it best actually. What? He told him all fuck off. Yeah. He uh because Deadpool, uh, because of its nature, got banned in China. Mm-hmm. Um for a variety of reasons, actually. Um, and his quote was, in a world, uh, where one man must, like, go see the day, Deadpool, a movie we'll never fucking see. Unfortunately, yeah. People don't, people have to understand that Deadpool and stuff like that, things that are supposed to be adult, need to be adult. Things need to be adult. Things need to be for children. Right? What the hell are you getting at? Be- no, it just drives me insane that there are, there was honestly, I saw two petitions today alone on Facebook. Make Deadpool for kids. It's- Censor Deadpool to make it for children. And I just lost it. I was like. The whole point is, with, with Deadpool, it's, it, it comes down to that's the way that it's supposed to be. And it's not going to conform to your standards because you want it that way. And the other one Just I saw... the same way that the Big Bang Theory is not going to conform to your standards the way that you want it to be. The- it is the way that is going to be... There are, there are writers, there are actors, there are producers, there are directors. And guess what? Those movies and those TV shows are what the producers and the writers and the directors want them to be. Yeah. And that's what you're going to get. If you don't you, want the damn Deadpool movie, would you like the other thing you that know I what saw? You do instead of instead of bitching and moaning on Facebook, you fucking don't watch it. Uh, exactly. Don't go to the movie theater. Don't put your money into it because guess what? The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. I thought Aww. was a fucking fantastic movie. I thought it was a great movie. That was a okay? great movie. It flopped horribly because okay? no one wanted to go see it. And so guess what? Did they make another League of Extraordinary Gentlemen? No. Hell no. Which made me sad. I'm still sad about that. Because the companies that make the movies, that make the TV shows, if people don't watch, if people don't put their money into it, then they don't make more of them. No. No, the other thing I was going to say is because one of the petitions... It's the same with Assassin's Creed or or, uh, Call Call of Duty. Duty. If you... Don't if you didn't like Assassin's Creed Unity, don't, don't buy Assassin's Creed Syndicate. You didn't. If you didn't like, and I didn't, and you know, and lots of people have been saying, "Oh, it's better than Unity." Fuck it, I'm not gonna buy a, a Syndicate because guess what? I'm gonna tell Ubisoft. I'm sitting there going, "I'm gonna have the testicular fortitude to shove it up your ass and not give you any more money because I don't want your shit anymore." Because the other, because the uh, one of the. 
ones I saw for Deadpool, hmm. it actually said the reason they want to censor it hmm. is I want you to guess. Sex? Nope. Violence? Well, what? What was the reason? It's not Christian enough. Well, those people need to burn in hell. Because um, apparently his cursing and his violence and all that blood is causing problems with the Jesus believers. And that's why they need to censor it so that it can be seen by children again. Because it's a superhero movie. It's not a superhero movie. Deadpool's not a superhero. Deadpool's not a superhero. He's an anti-hero. Mm-hmm. He does what he wants on his time. And like I keep saying, if you want something changed, you have to do it with your wallet. Money. That's the only way you're going to change anything. Really, it is. You either boycott it and don't put your money into it, or you pay for something to go otherwise. Yeah. I'll tell you what. Excuse me. If those parents want a Deadpool movie that everyone can see, then why don't they put their fucking money towards it and they make a kid-friendly Deadpool movie? And I'll tell you what. It will flop. It'll flop because Deadpool isn't a kid's movie. He isn't a kid's character. He's not a kid character. He's about sex and violence and blood. And getting paid. And getting paid. And that's it. And a lot more sex. The Big Bang Theory is and not boobies. going to. Is, the Big Bang Theory is not going to, is not going to uh, reflect nerd culture because that's not what has made them the number one comedy in America. Nope. You're not going to have people change if they don't have any reason to do it. Nope. So and people just need to get off your, your high, high horse. horse. And get over it. Yeah. If you don't want it, if you don't want the Deadpool movie, don't go see it. If you're mad about what the Big Bang Theory is doing to your nerd nerd culture, go to Comic Con and 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 get yourself jerked off. Okay. By because by all the other nerds. That that is what nerd that that's what you signify as your as your nerd culture. So go do that. Please. Don't expect everyone else. To wrap conform to your idea, conform to whatever you feel that's there. Yeah, because guess what? A lot of people think that nerds sit in their damn in their basements in their all mother, day and in their pull. mother's basements and they play PlayStation or Xbox. Or and well, they go, oh, I didn't get I didn't get up to my prestige in the Call of Duty today. Uh, where's my Twinkies? It's like it, it, no, that's honestly what they think about nerds. Honestly. There's a lot of people that think that. Oh, I know they do. But guess what? And there's a lot of people that think that 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 think that nerds are these, you know, higher echelon people that work at Caltech. Yep. You know, so your your niche that you that 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 you lock into, your culture that you lock into is yours. Yeah. That's why it's your culture. Yep. It's not anyone else's. Nope. And if you want to show your pride, your culture, your nerd culture in a TV show, why don't you make a damn YouTube channel? Yeah. And and and, and put on your own nerd shit. We will. We will. We, uh, we will do that for you. We'll take care of your shit. You know what? You know what? If you really want your nerd shit taken care of, come watch our show. 
Because I think we're as nerdy as you can. No, we're not as nerdy as you can get. <laughs> no, honestly, no, we're not at all. At any rate. Well, everybody, this was episode three of oh. I Love You. I know. This is the podcast from theprolongedengagement.com. Go to theprolongedengagement.com for all links to our social media, as well as YouTube and all of our podcasting services. That's uh, iTunes, uh, Stitcher, Player FM, Pocket Casts. There's a bunch of them. If you just go to theprolongedengagement.com, you'll get links to everything. And yeah. We'll see you next week. And we will. We will see you next Monday at noon. Bye. It's the motherfucking Eagle Double G. Snoop Dogg. You know what happened with the D R E.